of City Council Finance Chair and Council Member at Large, Kim Eklund in studio here with us today. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for so, having me. So, Kim, uh, I had a lot of questions about the budget. I, I, I figured, I, I mean, I would love to ask all the council members their thoughts on the budget, but you being the finance chair, uh, I thought that it'd be great to have you in to kind of give more insight to the listeners about what council is facing so far with the budget. And you've had almost all the presentations from departments so far, except for Department of Development and the Fenton History Center uh, that will be happening on Monday the uh, 14th and so this will be airing before that so what are your first impressions now that you've seen the budget book and you've heard the presentations from some of the department heads well um to be honest with you it's in from a department head standpoint it's no different every year there's never enough in and with the city being at or near its constitutional tax limit there's not a whole lot of wiggle room so in all fairness i know you and i have talked about this before I try not to weigh one opinion unless it's an emergency funding change we need to make right away or some news comes in and the controller tells us to adjust something until, as you mentioned, all departments are at least brought in front of us and we're able to vet and listen to what they have to say to weigh everything. Um, it's concerning for me this year because there's some things that... Um, I'm not so sure that we're really digging into the dirt, if you will, of some, you know, like the police department wanting to get back into re putting a vehicle in the budget so that we're not in a position, let's be honest, ARPA funds are going to go away. We're not going to be in another position, most likely, to be able to buy four police cars at once. And on the other side of that, there's some equipment that people have brought to us that they need and feel they need that have a long lead time to obtain. So if we're not going to get it for nine months, is really prolonging the pain to 2024's budget really the answer? So there's a lot of things to weigh on this budget, um, and our comptroller is very new. So I have had a lot of questions. Um, people may call it being political or whatever, if you wish, but um, finance is my background, so I tend to get into the, the nitty-gritty and ask some questions and try to understand that maybe some other council members may not think of and their expertise lies somewhere else. So, Yeah, when you're mentioning the, the vehicles, capital projects, always I always call that when it comes to lists, that is almost like a, been a wish list over the couple, last couple decades. And you know, in the last year, you were able to do more with it because of the American Rescue Plan funds. Uh, aside from capital projects and looking at the regular budget, there were some times where department heads came in and said, well, there wasn't money for this or they cut funding for that. Is there anything you're seeing in there that you see some wiggle room to say maybe, I mean, and I understand completely you have one department left to hear from, but yeah. are you seeing anything that you're like, yeah, there's probably a way we could figure out addressing the needs that have been brought up by those department heads? My personal goal is obviously, yes, we do have a little bit of room to to, to raise the taxes. I, I refuse. So we need to figure out if, we're, if there's a high need, is there somewhere else we can take it from? The one thing I'm still waiting for, as you know, Monday, I asked an awful lot of questions. Um, I still have not received any of that documentation and today's Wednesday, so I'm giving him some time. But um, we were kind of surprised with the increase in the parking fees because um, there was no no discussion about it, just kind of thrown at us that was going to increase 100%. Many of us are not in favor of that at all. Um, so 
if we take that out, we got to find the money somewhere else. And the same goes for all these budget amendments that are, ha that are you know, anybody else is thinking of. If, if it's a car we need to budget for, how are we going to pay for it? Are we going to take it out? Are we going to take it out of the fund balance? Do we have enough in the fund balance? Um, you heard Monday, our contingency's down pretty decent in anything catastrophic coming before the end of the year is not a good thing. And we pray that it doesn't happen, but with 198,000 left, it's, you know, it's always a gamble. Mm -hmm. What's the difference, because uh, I mean, I, I'm familiar with budget processes, but if someone listening, what is the difference between the contingency fund and the general fund? So the general fund is is basically uh, your savings account, if you will. Um, and it, it is what the state recommends a certain percentage of every municipality to have in the rainy day fund, if you will. Um, the general fund is not something used in the day to day but can be allocated funds, like I said, to offset some budget, some tax increases and some other things like that. The contingency is to exactly that, pay for something that comes up. We had the roof, uh, to speak of something recently, we had the on the Fenton building, we had the roof come into repair needs, immediate repair needs. We pulled money from the contingency to take care of it immediately. So yeah, so if, 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 and if you're looking at a personal um, financing, they'd be like, okay, I'm writing a check out of my checking account. I have the money in there. I'm trying not to draw out of my savings account because we do have that money set aside. And we kind of re equate it to a personal IRA or a personal thing where it's a little more strict to get funds out of as well. So it has a little bit more restrictions. It's not just money we can pull from on every day. Mm, that's good to know. With... Um, with the general fund, now, obviously, there is a percentage that this, that is recommended that the city have in, in there. And, I, and I'm aware, that based over at least going over the years, that we are the city is in a much better place with this fund balance than it had been, say, like in the early 2000s, uh, when I think there was even a deficit at, uh, for at one, one point, maybe one year. Yeah. So, uh, you know, would you say that you're, the city's in a much more comfortable place? Would you say that's an accurate description of how the general fund balance is compared to even the last four years? Uh, it, it is much better. It's still concerning to me because as I've stressed with the ARPA funding in correlation to that, the city has a multitude of needs that have been neglected for years. And you kind of mentioned that, you know, with the capital fund not being funded every year to the things that need to be, that that fund balance should take, a, it, it should basically be able to run two months worth of business if something should happen. So, so to dwindle that down and put us in a dangerous position one is not a very smart move, but it's also frowned upon by the state. So we have to leave enough there. But if there is a significant amount in there that we feel we can offset some of these smaller budget items to even dwindle down a little bit more, then I'm open for it. And um, I'm still waiting to hear the exact amount in the fund balance and all that stuff. So We'll see where we're at at the end of this month and we'll go from there or last month mm -hmm. and what you're saying is you know backed up by the audit that is done on the city by um independent organization that they're the ones who also say yeah you should have this much in there and i think they've even recommended a certain plan that the finance department go forward with for how they set that that general fund up absolutely mr trisalo who did our audit for years in the new auditing firm have both been down that same road as you mentioned and and always encourage us to watch certain things. And one of them is being health insurance and the other is being the fund balance. And uh, you mentioned uh, health insurance and I'm kind of thinking about, you know, looking forward, is, is that something that, I, I, well, health insurance, I, I presume there are probably, you know, a couple of things that you can always count on 
generally when it comes to finances is that salaries and health insurance probably are always going to go up just like it's going to always rain in the spring. Right. Uh, so, I mean, I, I presume that, but are there any other things that you're thinking, looking outward that are financially going to be a concern for the city? Yeah, what happens when we run out of ARPA funding? You know, some of these additions have been purely um, physical to buildings, mechanical, whatever you, you may call, but you know, we had some concern, even though I support the increase in public safety, I would give them a million people if we could afford it. Um, that's a 24 seven, 365 day a year job there. That, that is something different than other departments, but the reality is what can we afford? And with the addition of the policemen that we, police officers that we added and the firefighters that we added, um, at what point if they don't it's meant to be through attrition. If they don't reach that attrition, do we have to do layoffs? Do we have to do those types of things? And, you know, so that weighs in some of our minds, most of our minds a lot when we're making these decisions and um, the logic behind why we choose to do what we do. And, you know, since you've, we've been talking about the American Rescue Plan funds, while it's not part of, strictly part of the, the budget process, it is independent funding. And in fact, you can't, I think, that you can't use the ARPA funds for tax decreasing if people, because people, I think, still ask that question. Well, why right. can't they? Why can't they just lower our taxes for us? That'd be great. And it's like, but that's not the purpose. No. So I wish it was. Yeah, and, and yeah, and I think there's there's a lot of people that wish it could be done mm -hmm. that way. But and this is maybe a hard question to answer. But how is your feeling on the process of the expenditure and allocating of the funds gone so far? You know what? Um, you could ask me on every, any given day. There isn't. There are some things I've disagreed with and haven't made it to the table because um, I feel we do have a good discussion prior to. Um, but you could ask me today, and I still feel this way that there's still one line item that we brought forward and we're going to vote on, and that was the residential home improvement, and it keeps like getting swept under the rug. And you know, things that have been promised to the public by other people before we spend this last amount um i'm a numbers person it's not political it's not that numbers don't lie they can lie in how you present them but the bottom line is they don't lie so if we've got all these things out there that we have to do with this late last eight million dollars you know four million if you include what's on the budget voting for this month should it all go through you know, we have to be very cautious and very, yeah, we have to spend the money, but I'm not into spending it foolishly. On one hand, you know, the department will tell us they, that if we do this, we're going to have to add personnel. And then on another hand, you want to add three more programs. Well, show me that. I need to see that because before I vote on it and the public may or may not like it or criticize us, I want to have the answers. I can justify how I vote if I have the answers. If I don't have the answers, I'm not doing... The, the constituency any justice mm -hmm. and, and with the american rescue plan funds there there are a lot of new programs that have come forward and it seems like a lot of times that maybe the programs aren't fully formed yet it, it, would it be helpful to counsel you think if these programs were brought forward and said this is exactly how they're going to and this is exactly the intention this is the paperwork people will fill out to apply for organizations or businesses is that something that you think would be more helpful than maybe how the process had gone so far? Absolutely, because I am wired that way. It may not be better for another council member, but for me, I would like to have the general discussion on here's some direction, but here's where we, I think we support develop that program. Tell me how, you know, how much is it really gonna cost? I think the public sees, you know, me and many other council members as 
critical because we're asking the questions after that's been, it's kind of backwards for me. So when I do any type of analytical, whether it's financial or anything, I wanna see all the numbers first. I wanna see that first. And that's kind of not happening in this process this year. So I've struggled quite a bit with that. I wanna see if you're if the mayor is proposing a splash pad, it's not that I'm against a splash pad, but I wanna see the numbers. How much is it gonna to cost to put the splash pad in? How much are we putting in the budget every year for maintenance? How much are we increasing our water utility payments? How much are we increasing security? Are we adding personnel to the parks with 15 people? If we keep adding on on those departments, they can't do it. So those are the types of things that I think of ahead of time that maybe someone else may not. That's understood. Yeah. And uh, I mean, when it comes to um, preference, do you have any preference uh, or have any council members expressed any preference to you on specific projects or programs or uses of the funds that they would want to see that maybe haven't been presented or that have been presented but maybe are still just kind of hanging out there i've had a lot of concern about the broadband from a lot of the the, the public um four years ago did we have the fiber we have today no um we do now there uh, we're hard pressed to find a place in the city that does not have internet access it may not be at the speed of someone else but um maybe because you can't afford that high speed or whatever the case may be but um you know that was a high intention on this thing and if you look at the presentation for money in the broadband so um i think as we got through this some of the priorities changed for instance using the senior housing you know we knew there was a need out there but with the increase in costs of living today social security is not going up as much as the increase in cost your paycheck's not going up as much as the increase in cost and and those people are struggling so we did you know, what was 500,000 went up to a million. And there's still a lingering request out there for 500,000 more. So I think we're doing our best to try and, and manage all that, despite people saying we aren't doing enough for the constituency. Um, I do wanna still review that residential thing because I wanna give every constituent a chance to get into something. Um, I, you know, many have told me they don't meet the senior, they don't meet the low income, so, where's my help mm -hmm. and, and and that was a program that that one was passed the same time that the senior citizen that's the one that's do, that would be going through the assessor's office yeah and i think it had been funded with five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand. right and so um for background for if you're listening is that that there was a proposal to take the five hundred thousand dollars from the residential program to put it into the senior citizen program but obviously there's more discussion i think that you've said uh council president told Council President Tony Dulce has said that, you know, they don't want to, you guys don't want to go forward without that discussion. Right. And yeah. that, that discussion needs to happen. I mean, and I know people were hard and heavy on the dog park. It's kind of unheard of right now. You know, um, there's so many things that go into it that I don't think the general public may or may not hear every day, such as they can't hire officers right now. There's just not a list. So even to give them four more, they're having a hard time filling what we already gave them. So um, firefighters have been another instance. They've been able to fill those, but the part they looked at part times for the street sidewalk plowing. No, no applications. So um, it, it's a balancing act that maybe I understand the residents get very frustrated with because they might not hear the whole story, and I understand that. But my phone is always open. My email is always open. I'll be happy to explain it to anybody who wants to hear it okay and um 
looking at, um, and you mentioned a few of these things, but um, is there anything that has been presented that you think should just be put to the side and say, this is not the time, this is not the, the use of these funds that you would say, maybe not this time, maybe another grant? You know, we're never going to make everyone happy. Uh, you know, there's people that are complaining about even the Frisbee Park. And to me, I think that's a great thing. They mow there anyway. It's not really a huge, big expense for the Parks Department. Things like that to give our community something to do. Yes, uh, you know, people are preaching and it's going to raise X amount of revenue. Uh, you don't know that. That's not why I voted for it. But I think it's a great another activity for residents. Pickleball to me would be another great thing, right? If we could find some place to put that in, and I know that's the talk, not to give everybody, you know, worked up and say it's going to happen, but that's the talk about Roseland Park. Um, you know, we talked about it a little bit in the Parks Commission. So, you know, those types of things, they may cost some money to do initially, but I think the return on investment is good without regards to revenue. But there are some things, you know, we have neglected our own city hall. The building is old. You know how Tracy Plaza is. You know how the roof is. There are some things that we put the community first for and i think people need to recognize that and when council members are struggling with one thing or another i think sometimes that's that voice in the back of their head have we taken care of our, ourselves enough first and not to be selfish but can we afford a catastrophic event at, at city hall you know a million dollars for a roof that's a lot of money so you know, I think that's what people on the council are weighing when they're looking at these things. And it's not always easy to just yay or nay. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned with Tracy Plaza, I mean, the fire department and police department both found out how difficult it is when, when your offices flood because right. of, you know, construction and, and uh, issues with the, the project that happened there. So, right. and so when you were talking about that, that's the Northern part of Tracy Plaza, I think yes. that, that still needs to be done. Still needs to be done. Mm -hmm. and, and, and there's, you know, vehicles underneath some city vehicles, some uh, you know workers' vehicles, but still city vehicles that are underneath that. So. Right, and you've heard Councilwoman Karuba mention it, and I agree with her a hundred percent. When you come in the entrance off of Spring Street, it's been a bucket there and a water leak for years, and we haven't fixed it. So we've neglected some things. You know, yeah, we finally did some stuff at the fire stations, like Fire Station Four, a roof that every time I drive by, I see roof shingles on the ground is a great thing and needed to be done. So. We haven't totally neglected in-house, but trying to find that balance between finding the residents, what they we feel they could benefit from is all personal perception. And we try. I'm trying very hard to balance them all. And uh, the next question, you may not know because I, I left because it, it be kind of became a perennial question when I would talk with the county executive or the mayor, is that we've heard a lot about the federal infrastructure money out there. Mm -hmm. And uh, have you heard or have you have any thoughts that if there's a, um, a, a an option for the city to apply for that anything you, you'd like to see that money go toward if we can get any? Yeah, I mean, look around, our city's old, right? I mean, I live on a street that's brick. Um, my curbs have caved in and just using that as an example have caved in and now cause drainage issues we have streets all over town like that we have infrastructure issues internally um sewer upgrades we did do some with arpa that's not enough right think about how many water main breaks they have every year at the bpu so there are i i'm sure if we get infrastructure money there's going to be a fight to see where and who and what project is more there too but um the city's old and we do the best we can with what we have, but that gift of money that we got from ARPA, if we could get another one, would do a lot for this city. 
Between the um, the city budget, the proposed budget, which is still in process, and and it, or American Rescue Plan funds, is there anything else that you'd like to add or talk about? Not in particular. I mean, I you know, I try to encourage everybody. I understand not everybody can come to a meetings, but engage. You know, talk to your council members. Reach out. Uh, reach out to City Hall if there's something you're unhappy with many of us some people complain because we don't engage on social media but me personally social media can be very tough for people and and if you have a full-time job and you're doing all these other things you don't necessarily have time to do those but you do have time to return a phone call and return an email so if you can't come to a meeting now with them being you know tape tape recorded essentially and loaded on the website you can watch those. Um, one thing you did hear me mention, and I, I neglected to mention it when we talked about the budget, that one thing that really does concern me that I've mentioned to um, other media outlets because they've heard me loud and clear is the technology and that we've we've grown technology, but we haven't grown the IT department, right? We have all these people working remotely on occasion or and or the ability to work remotely we're adding wireless at the outside fire stations it's kind of like the parks department we keep putting more and more stuff on that department and he's got the same amount of people two people to do what a lot more should do so in today's world as you know cybersecurity is really a hot thing so I do have some concerns. So when I pushed back the other day about the accounting software, are we following the lay of the law? Are we going out for bid? Are we doing the RFP process? Is this, did you talk to IT to make sure this is going to work? You know, those types of things. As we engage in more technological things, we have to also make sure we protect the city. Well, and uh, is there anything else other other than that that you want to add for today? Not that I can think of unless you had another question. I think I, I've covered the questions that I thought of at least for today. I'm sure I'll think of others as we go forward in, in the coming weeks. But uh, uh, Kim Macklin, thank you so much for coming in and meeting with us on these topics. Today. Yes, thank you for having me. And again, you know, I'm always open to discuss them at any time.